All right, all right. Hello, hello. This is your life coach, Coach Latham, and I've expanded to develop a podcast. So welcome to the After Action Review. The podcast is an extension of my life coaching company, Powering Life Changes, where I truly believe that every change has a story. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Coach Latham underscore PhD. I'm ready to hop right into the topics for the day. Let's go. All right, so uh, welcome to the uh, second episode, and what I'm going to talk about in this episode, there's a blog um, that I have online, which you can find at www.empoweringlifechangesllc.com. That's where I do my online blog posts. You can find the coaching services that I offer there as well, and then just a little bit more information about myself. So uh, in the second blog... Um, just what I, what I talked about was a weekend that I got to spend at a place called Getaway. And this one was based out of Houston, Texas. Um, it was in a forest area. So I just kind of want to talk about that. So my partner, uh, planned the trip uh, as a way for us to get away and reconnect with one another. And I just want to talk about the time that I took lighting the fire outside. So just creating a campfire and just how prolific that was. So in a sense, it's fairly simple to light a fire. Uh, you need something that will burn, an igniter, and a lighter. Uh, but in the woods, <laughs> you really got to like put the stuff together yourself, right? So the foundation has to be built right. So a good fire is planned. Um, you have to make sure that the area is safe for a fire to be established. So you got to kind of look around and make sure, have I cleared away any debris that could lead the fire to spread to unintended sections? Uh, is the fire pit established in a way that the fire will last for the length of time needed? Uh, and will I be able to monitor the fire safely? So as I was making breakfast uh, on the open fire pit, it just really hit me that I had created something. Uh, and that if I took my attention from it too long, then it would start to die. But if I provided for it and nurtured it properly, then it would last me for hours, which is about the needed time to cook a meal uh, or at least to enjoy the warmth of the meal. Uh, while you eat it. So when you're building a fire, you usually start with something called tinder. Uh, it's the easiest burning material that helps to get a fire going. Uh, you could think of that as kind of like wood shavings, water paper, maybe some strips of cardboard. And really, if you think of this in terms of a relationship or a friendship uh, or the vision that we have for our own purpose, uh, these would be some initial compliments like you're very handsome, you're very intellectual, you handle yourself very well. These initial starters help to get us going, kind of like shooting your shot, if you will. So next would be what's called kindling. And these are usually twigs small branches that help the fire to sustain itself. Again, going back to the examples above, you know, you are a very empathetic person. I enjoy seeing you help your family and friends. You are so inspirational. You inspire me to be a better person. The next thing you would need would be called, obviously, the firewood. Uh, That's going to be the crown jewel of the fire, and rightfully so. It provides the warmth of uh, the required heat to cook the meal. Firewood is going to be that love or the action within their relationship, the friendship, the vision, that thing that spurs it along. On its own, 
the firewood cannot sustain itself, but with help along the way, it can do absolute wonders. And then lastly, you'll need a fire starter. So back in the day, out in the woods, you'd use a knife or a rock and you strike them until a spark ignited. But with all things uh, that have advanced, now we have lighter fluid and other things that help get the fire going. So you've got all the materials and now we're going to look at actually building the fire. So once we have what we need to make the fire, then we have to build it. So the base of the fire truly determines how long we anticipate the fire to burn. This is true for so many things in our lives. When we set out to start a business, start a relationship, or to work on ourselves, we have to first determine how long do we want this thing to last. By establishing a time frame, we give ourselves an internal clock to work towards our goal, but also to align our behaviors with our expectations. You know, in this blog, or, well, in this podcast, we won't get too deep into self-sabotaging behaviors right now. That'll be an episode for a later day. But we do have to understand that what we think and speak to ourselves will become evident in our day-to-day actions. Therefore, it's so important that we speak positively and truthfully to our inner self. You have to be authentic with yourself. One thing about fire is that it will burn or it won't. And fire needs certain things to sustain itself. For instance, you know, fire cannot burn without oxygen. If you are not speaking life into yourself, then how do you expect to be your most productive and authentic self? Build the fire of your life with the intention that whatever you are setting your mind to will burn for an eternity. With this in mind, you'll build from the base of being present for as long as life allows. And then someone else will come along to pick up where you left off. The next part is watching over the fire. So many will get started and fail. It just happens in life. It's so important to monitor the fire as it burns. A campfire requires you to move the wood or the coals around from time to time to ensure that you have even burning and longevity. Every so often, you might have to blow on the fire to reinvigorate the flames. Just as you would with our own dreams and visions, we must constantly blow life back into them to keep us moving in the right direction. Life comes with unavoidable suffering, that's what Les Les Brown calls it, and unimaginable grief. But we have to be steadfast in the things that are moving us forward, so you have to always do those things that are working for you over and over again, reestablishing, reaffirming who and what you are and what you're after. So at the campsite, you know, as I watched the fire uh, begin to die down after I got it started, I had to go out and tend to it. I just started this fire. It started out really well and I wasn't tending to it. I, I, I wasn't, I just wasn't taking care of it the way that I needed to in order for this fire to burn for the amount of time that I needed it. And it was such a revelation uh, for me. Oprah calls it the aha moment. And and legitimately, that's what I had in that time frame Um, to truly continue to press on and remain committed to our talents and purpose. We have to watch over our fires in our lives. You know, otherwise it'll just pass us by. Um, one thing that I always say about working for the police department, um, Louisville Metro Police Department in particular, 
they do a great job of finding people who have unique talents, unique skill sets, unique gifts. But then the department doesn't put you in a position where you can expand on those gifts. The department doesn't work to pull those talents out of you or to isolate them and develop you uh, to the benefit of the department or the community. And even outside of policing, there are so many people who I've encountered in my life that have really extraordinary gifts, extraordinary talents, extraordinary intelligence, but they do not hone and define and build on those gifts. And those fires, those dreams, those goals, they die with them. A lot of people, honestly, a lot of people around the time they hit somewhere between 25 and 30, they are dead. Yeah, they're here physically. Yeah, they show up for work. Yeah, they they do things throughout the day, throughout the week, whatever. But they are dead. They, they have given up on their dreams. They've given up on their goals. You know, I, I just, I remember listening to um, a, a motivational video with Les Brown. And he asked the question, if you were on your deathbed, how many of your dreams and goals would come around you at that point in time and ask you, you know, we were ready to pour ourselves into you. You had the keys, you had control, you were building the fire and you let us die. You didn't utilize us. I mean, really, really think to yourself right now in this moment, what dreams or goals did you let go because of self-doubt? Or was there somebody in your life who told you, you can't do that. You'll never be successful. You'll never make it outside of your comfort zone. And that comfort zone could be your, your old town, your old home, an old relationship, an old friendship, an old job, whatever that comfort zone is. You know, I remember when I was in seventh grade, and I got accepted into the, um, the AP program, advanced placement. And I was transitioning from uh, like a underperforming school to a higher performing school. And there was a teacher that I really looked up to, uh, to set the, the tone here. She took me on a family uh, vacation with her family. I asked my mom and she took me. And she told me, you know, when I was going around getting this form signed so that I could transition into this other school, she looked at me in front of a classroom and told me, oh, you'll never make it outside of here. You'll be back. And, you know, as a young kid looking up to, uh, to, to this woman, which I, I had already not had very many like black educators, um, and to have her tell me that, wow, that, I mean, that was, that was a huge blow to my ego. And a little bit of my fire died. You know, a, a little bit of my innocence uh, as a kid died in that moment. Um, but I'm so thankful that for every person like her that told me I couldn't do something, I wouldn't be successful, it wouldn't happen for me that God surrounded me by so many inspirational people 
who continue to just blow onto that fire, continue to help me rebuild, you know, and, and would just tell me, you're going to do great. You're going to be great. You're going to be successful. Just reaffirming for me, you know, who I would be. So the next part is, is going to be learning when to put the fire out. So at some point, it's going to be our responsibility to put a fire out. And it may look like ending a relationship. It could look like ending a friendship, maybe a job or a career path, or ending our desire for a certain outcome. And when this time comes, we have to be aware of the delicate nature that's required when we're putting the fire out. When we're putting out a campfire, you can't saturate the fire in water. One, the steam can burn you, which can be very serious out in the woods. Or if you oversaturate saturate the fire pit, it could be unusable for some time. So let's say you're making breakfast and if you pour too much water inside of there, it's not going to be dried out in time for you to have dinner. Also, another problem when you're in the woods. So you have to enter into this stage with a plan, with purpose, with intention. And sometimes we have to let old things go. And other times it'll serve us best to pass our plans on to others as we move to the next assignment. So what does that mean? What does that look like? Maybe you've gone as far as you can go in a relationship or in a career um, or, or in an intended outcome. You've gone as far as you can go. There's no more room for growth here. It's time to let it go. Maybe it's toxic. Time to let it go. Other times, you've done all that you need to do to set a foundation, and now it's time for you to pass the work to somebody else, to pass that to somebody else as you transition into your next assignment, into your next role. You know, it, it, it's perfectly okay to not feel tied or bound by your initial assignment. The, the, the hallmark of a, of a real leader, the hallmark of a real, efficient, productive leader is that you can teach somebody, train them so that they can take your position. Let me say it again. The hallmark of a good leader is that you can teach somebody, that you can train somebody to take your position. And they should be able to run that position either as good or better than you. That is the hallmark of a good leader. So don't feel bad. Don't feel discouraged. When it's time for you to hand over an assignment and transition uh, into your elevation. So as you make these determinations, you have to do what best serves you and release anything that is draining you and continue to move deeper into your purpose. And I, I just want to round that out by saying, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. This is a, uh, a, a significant point to, uh, to remember here is that you have to take care of yourself first. Then you can take care of other people. You got to be your best self first. So um, 
remember this uh, podcast is called the After Action Review. So I just want to talk real quick about what that, that process is. And in it, you go over what went well, what went bad, and then where you can improve. And it's a tool that uh, we really started using back when I worked for LMPD on my squad. And you want to try to find at least three things in each category. So three things that are going well with what you're doing. Three things that are going poorly with what you're doing. And then three ways that you can improve. And just be mindful that you can always improve. Right? We're always making mistakes, but we're always capable of doing better. So as you explore the fires that you are creating, maintaining, you know, getting ready to put out, ask yourself, how are my fire buildings, uh, how are my fires building habits good? How are my fire building habits bad? How can my fire building habits improve? If you need to see that another way, how are my planning habits good? How are my planning habits bad? How are my planning habits improving? So as always, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, Make sure you're living with intention and purpose. It has been my pleasure to have you tune in during this second podcast. Thank you so much. Please continue to follow and subscribe. You can always find me on Twitter and Instagram at Coach Latham underscore PhD. Comment on the podcast. Let me know if there are any topics that you would like to hear me discuss, need me to discuss. Send me emails. I always try to respond to emails within 48 hours once I get them. Please take care of yourself. Thank you so much. Have a good day.